Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Today is Halloween. The 2,000-year-old Irish and Scottish festival is now what we know it to be today, a huge American holiday. And Americans are spending more on Halloween than ever before. The National Retail Federation found that American consumers are going to break records with Halloween spending this year. $10.6 billion. The National Retail Federation predicts Halloween shopping this year will return to pre-pandemic levels. We're all in and I think people just want to, they just want to have fun again. But as retailers get the pumpkins and the costumes ready, it's clear that Halloween spending has gone global. In the UK, consumers are expected to spend £687 million. And in Australia, our figure is expected to reach $430 million. So it's Monday, the 31st of October, and today I want to know, where does that money go? And who is winning in the business of Halloween? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Alec Renahan. Oh, I've ripped you off a title. Your colleague and co-founder of Equity Mates, it's Alec Renahan. Hey, Sasha. Good to be here. This uh, was an interesting episode as we got into it. Are you a Halloween fan? Are you going to dress up tonight? Are you going to get lollies and things for trick-or-treating? I feel like I'm right in the lull period of Halloween. I feel when you're young and you're going out heaps, Halloween is such a fun night. Costume parties, a lot of house parties here in Australia. And then you're getting your late 20s and there's a bit of a lull and then you have kids and then all of a sudden Halloween's a thing again as you take your kids trick-or-treating. So not not this year, but hey, maybe in the future. <laughs> so we forced you out of your lull to look at it today. So let's start by putting Halloween in context because it's big, but it's certainly not the biggest holiday. That is still Christmas. Christmas is undefeated. December is undefeated when it comes to retail spending. Uh, According to the National Retail Federation in the US, in 2021, $886 billion was spent on the December holidays. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It is just undefeated. So the $10.6 billion for Halloween is small in comparison but it still is a top five event for retail sales. Sasha, we've said the big one, the winter holidays. Can you guess the next few? I've got the top five here and I want to see if you can guess the next highest. Oh, this is really testing just my holiday knowledge, but I would guess Valentine's Day would be in there. Hell. So maybe I've stitched you up a little bit here because number two actually isn't technically a holiday. Number two is Mother's Day. Oh, interesting. Okay. Now, the winter holidays, the average American spends $998. Mother's Day is next with $246 uh, on average per person. So a big step down. Mm -hmm. You said Valentine's Day. That is number three with an average consumer spending $175. Okay, so then is fourth Father's Day? Fourth is Father's Day, Sasha. You've nailed it. (laughs) Coming in at $172. 
Guess what's next? Well, you said this is top five, right? So it's got to be Halloween is number five. Uh, again, I've stitched you up, Sasha. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've actually got top six. Do you want to have another guess? Oh, okay. No, yeah, I do. Um, Is it Easter? You know your holidays. Easter has come in at number five at $170 for the average American. And then Halloween at number six, $100 per person. So it's big, but there are still bigger retail holidays. Okay, so as you said, not the biggest holiday, but it might be the fastest growing and not just in America. I mean, even just anecdotally growing up, Halloween wasn't really celebrated in my neck of the woods. But this year, looking at my social media, everyone was getting excited about Halloween. So the tide has really turned. Yeah, their growth is pretty phenomenal. So in 2005, Americans spent $3.3 billion on Halloween. This year, as we've said, it's expected to be $10.6 billion. That's an average of 7% growth per year for 17 years. If your stocks did that, you'd be very happy. Mm -hmm. In the UK, though, in 2001, Halloween spending was just £12 million. Today, this year, it's estimated to be £687 million. Now, that's an average of 21% growth for 21 years. You'd be stoked with your portfolio doing that. But in Australia, and we couldn't find longer-term numbers, but in Australia in 2019, just three years ago, it was $159 million. This year, it's, it's expected to be $430 million. So that's an average of 39% growth per year for three years. So yeah, it's growing pretty quickly. Wow. And so we started off by saying that this is a 2,000-year-old Scottish and Irish tradition. But in the modern context, wherever you are in the world, the way you celebrate Halloween, it's pretty similar. Yeah, it is. Now, in the US, the National Retail Federation found that 69% of respondents plan to celebrate. In the UK, The Guardian reported that 68% of respondents were planning to buy Halloween candy. That's much higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, or Halloween sweets, as you would call it in the UK, or Halloween lollies, as you would call it in Australia. Either way, 68%. In Australia, the Australian Retailers Association found that just one in four Australians, 25%, expected to celebrate. But across all these three countries, the celebrations look quite similar. So going back to the US data, how do people plan to celebrate Halloween? 67% said they're going to hand out candy. 51% said decorate their houses. 47% said dress up. Now, let's just put a pin in that. I wonder who the 4% who are going to go to the effort of decorating their houses but then aren't going to dress up. I know. But anyway, (laughs) we digress. 44% said they were going to carve a pumpkin and 28% said they were going to throw or attend a party. So for today's episode, we wanted to break down where that spending was going and get our heads around the business side of Halloween. And thankfully, the National Retail Federation survey has broken down that $10.6 billion spend for us. So there's really four major categories and starting with the smallest, 0.6 billion, so $600 million on greeting cards. That just blew my mind, Alec. Like who's writing a card, happy Halloween? What do you say? What emotional sentiment do you put on that kind of card? Can't say I've ever sent one, Sasha, so I'm going to have to defer that question to someone who knows. But that's the smallest category of the four. The next three aren't as surprising. The next category, $3.1 billion on candy, then $3.4 billion on decorations, and then finally $3.6 billion on costumes. And Sasha, there's a subcategory there 
Of that $3.6 billion on costumes, $710 million on pet costumes. Wow. Well, that explains why there's so many unhappy cat photos that come out around this time of year. You know, when they look just so grumpy and their owners have stuffed them into some kind of homemade contraption to take cute photos of them. (laughs) So costumes, decorations, candy, it makes sense that's where the money is going. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, I want to unpack all of those categories separately. 3.1 billion on candy, 3.4 billion on decorations and 3.6 billion on costumes. So Alec, let's start with candy, sweets, lollies, yummy sugary things <laughs> because this year candy is actually going to be a little bit more expensive. Candy prices are up dramatically this year. Price increases ranging from about, you know, 7% to over 40%. Sasha, it wouldn't be a business podcast in 2022 without some mention of inflation. Oh, bingo. It's on your bingo card, right? (laughs) You can't get through one episode. (laughs) Now, America's inflation number for September came in at 8.2%, remaining stubbornly high. But underneath that headline inflation number, the data actually splits out a number of different categories of prices so we can see where prices are rising the most. And you can look at the US CPI candy and chewing gum index. Yes, that is a thing (laughs) that tracks the price of candy and chewing gum. The price rise between September 2021 and September 2022 was 13.1%. And that's the highest this candy and chewing gum index has ever been. And that might be surprising to some who track the price of sugar, because sugar prices are actually down over the past 12 months. I didn't even know there was a candy and chewing gum index, let alone tracking it against the price of sugar. Uh, When we were preparing for this episode, I was looking up the price of sugar because I don't track it. And I was surprised to see it was down. But you know what isn't down this year, Sasha? Corn prices. Corn is up about 17% over the past 12 months. And a lot of candy, especially in the US, uses high fructose corn syrup, rather than sugar. So, you know, add higher corn prices to tangled supply chains and higher energy prices and everything else. And that explains why candy is going to be a little bit more expensive this year. 
From a business perspective, it's the supermarket retailers that will capture this spend. That's where people are going to buy all their candy. So given we're talking about America, we're talking about Walmart, Target, Kroger, Albertsons, and my favorite supermarket name, maybe my favorite business name out there, Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, down home, <laughs> down the street. You're right. That is a brilliant name. I would have loved to be in the room when they decided on that one. So that's candy. Let's turn to decorations, where there's going to be $3.4 billion spent on decorating homes for Halloween. I walked down my street on the weekend, lots of spider webs, lots of blood, lots of pumpkins adorning different street fronts. So I, I can see where this spending goes. Are you a home decorator, Sasha? I'm not actually. Um, I'm just too lazy. That's what I put it down to. <laughs> Fair <laughs> it's enough. The spirit I... of the holiday is in me, but um, <laughs> when it comes to actually following through, yeah, I've got, I've got nothing. I probably put myself in the same bucket. I also don't have a home to decorate. <laughs> For those who are decorating their homes, it's the home improvement stores, the Home Depot and the Lowe's that really dominate this category as well as some of the bigger box retailers like Walmart and specialty Halloween stores like Spirit Halloween. But if we're going to talk about home decorations in 2022, we have to talk about Skelly because America has fallen in love with Home Depot's $300 giant skeleton. First launched in 2020, it's become a bit of a Halloween phenomenon to the point where when Home Depot stopped Skelly this year in 2022, it sold out on the very first day it was in stock. And that was back in July. That's how early people are getting ready for Halloween. Skelly is 12 foot tall. For those outside of America, that's about 3.6 meters. And it's so popular that just a couple of days ago, the New York Times wrote a 2,300 word profile on Skelly. Now, we know that retail is competitive, so Lowe's this year have counted with a 12-foot animated light-up mummy that moans for $348. So we'll see how the Skelly v. Mummy competition goes in 2022. But I think the takeaway for us is that Halloween decorations are big business. Literally, big business. Skelly's huge. <laughs> the 12-foot giant Inferno pumpkin skeleton will blaze bright in your yard as the biggest baddest pumpkin on the block. <laughs> There's a few things I want to unpack in that. I know we don't have time, but, you know, it's the battle I didn't know that we were waiting for, Mummy versus Skeleton. <laughs> Just wait for the Marvel spin-off movie. Exactly. And then also, where are you storing that? Well, you know, in the off season, you're opening your cupboard door and just seeing a giant skeleton staring back at you. It'd be terrifying for house guests. <laughs> we'll put the skeleton that shares my initials to the side for now and look to the biggest bucket of spending, which is costumes, at $3.6 billion. Now, you already told us that $710 million of that is going to be spent on pet costumes. What else should we know about the costume section of Halloween? Just a quick aside, Sasha, you shouldn't have made the note that it's a lot like your initials because I think you've now got a new nickname. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, we'll take that offline. So costumes is the biggest bucket of Halloween spending, perhaps unsurprisingly. This surprised me, though. According to Forbes, 45% of American customers were expecting to start shopping for costumes in September or earlier. But what happens in America and what we're starting to see around the rest of the world is the pop-up Halloween store. 
I've heard of the pop-up store. I didn't realize that it spread to specialty events like Halloween. Yeah, so these stores basically find empty retail space, empty bricks and mortar retail space, and they fill it for between six to eight weeks, super short term. They're in from maybe early August and they're out on like November 2, mm-hmm. just after Halloween. <laughs> Spirit Halloween, the brand new Halloween superstore with over 10,000 square feet of costumes. So the largest specialty Halloween retailer in America is Spirit Halloween. In 1990, it had 60 pop-up locations. This year, it opened up more than 1,400 pop-up locations. Wow, okay. As we keep saying, Halloween is a fast-growing holiday. Yeah. The other big specialty pop-up Halloween franchise is Halloween City, which is owned by Party City. They have a few hundred pop-up stores and they plan to hire approximately 20,000 seasonal employees for the Halloween season. So you've heard about Christmas casuals. Welcome to Halloween casuals. Yeah. Surely they can just stay on for the Christmas period. We're not, we're kind of staring down the barrel of holidays at the moment. You would think so in America, given they now go Halloween, Thanksgiving, Black Friday into Christmas and Hanukkah. It's a, it's a pretty jam-packed schedule. Mm -hmm. But the pop-up Halloween business is good. So good for Party City that in 2015, one quarter of the company's revenue came from the Halloween season. But I guess... You know, you asked what you do with Skelly after Halloween. Unfortunately, a little bit of a sobering stat from the UK to finish with. Four in ten Halloween costumes are worn just once, generating an estimated 2,000 tonnes of plastic waste in the UK. Can't imagine what that number is in the US, given how much bigger Halloween is. So I guess, to close it out, Sasha, remember to reuse your Halloween costumes. No one remembers what you wore last year and no one's scrolling back on your Instagram feed to find out. Yeah, look, I saw a lot of Instagram stories this weekend of people thrifting their costumes and being really creative. So I think that's kind of a nice trend that moves away from the fast fashion avenue of it. There's maybe a business idea in secondhand Halloween costumes. Let's take that offline, Skelly. Oh, I'm really <laughs> regretting mentioning this the skeleton fact now. Look, if you enjoyed this episode, then please tell a friend about it. It really is the best way for our podcast to grow if you've just joined us for the first time then welcome go check out our back catalogue i keep pumping it but the taylor swift one recently that's a favorite so make sure you go have a listen remember you can always follow us on instagram we're at the dive.businessnews you can contact us by email the dive at equitymates.com and you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now and then you'll never miss an episode thanks so much for joining me today alec thanks sasha until next time you have been listening to an equitymates media production in the spirit of reconciliation equitymates media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout australia and their connections to land sea and community we pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.